pit live. It takes forever to start up. What's up, everybody? We're live. Roll that intro. What is what does the buttery bro say? <laughs> roll the roll the butter. Ro- roll the footage. Ladies and gentlemen, up. This is the main event of the evening. So keep the political commentary to yourself. Or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. Shut up and diddle. Look at the comment. <laughs> yeah, I, I can probably update that footage now that after crash, I have footage of <laughs> more footage of JR. I think that was, I like was digging through an old folder whenever we went down to crash to train that one day. Crescendo, yeah. And I was like, there is, I have one shot of JR and it's just going to have to do. A little bit of diddle, a little bit of daddy. <laughs> little, we got, <laughs> we got King, diddle. King diddle on the left, King daddy on the bottom. oh wow dude how you feeling dude you recovered from your big weekend you talking to me yeah i'm talking to you dude it's been what three weeks a month yeah i'm good all right you're recovered how much are you working out every day right now right now yeah i work out every day okay but how many times a day oh usually just uh not usually 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 just just the class and then uh, additionally uh, one of my members wanted me to do like a just a year-long challenge with him he uh, is a military guy still um in the regard uh still in the guard and uh he was like hey i just want to do like 50 strict pull-ups and 100 push-ups a day will you do them with me like the army uh t release standard with the hand release arms out to the side what's t oh you do a push-up and then reach you have to Push flash them for reach. a hand release. Yeah. Wait, you go all the way out? Correct. Like your arms have wow. to be straight. Yeah. So anyway, he just was like, let's do 50 and 100 every day for a full year. So other than just the class workout, I just make sure I get those in at some point. And if I have time, like yesterday, I did a little gymnastics EMOM on the new rig in with the warm-up who? room by myself. Okay. You working out with Jason any? No, nah, dude. He'll, I'm sure he's taking a, at least a full week off. I haven't seen him since before he left to rogue oh it's still been a f- okay that's why he hasn't texted me back because he texted me back what we were talking about yeah but i responded and he never responded so i was like yeah he's i think he's in like cashiers or somewhere yeah, yeah. he hasn't I, I haven't spoken to him until like since sunday when the competition was over dude this is funny bruce wayne my grandfather uh was a um command sergeant major he's like a dad to me super close but like the life of a drill sergeant, like just having that drill sergeant personality, like from fucking uh, Full Metal Jacket, like that's kind of what my grandpa was. He would just say things that were so outrageous that like, I'm like, where could you even think up something that vulgar? Like, how could that even come to your mind? So when you wonder why I swear so much and like say things that are just like, what? It comes from my grandpa. And that and that's an uh, endearing quality. So don't get it twisted. I'm not freaking talking <laughs> shit about him. That's a good thing, dude. But yeah, command sergeant major. Wow, just uh, that's hilarious. Cool. So today we're gonna be uh, talking about some main site programming. We're gonna be having a little fun with Dave's two weeks. We're gonna look at those two weeks. We're gonna talk about them. What we think about them. Do we like them? Is it complete doo doo? Uh, and then we're going to look at Ben Smith's two weeks. We're going to contrast the two a little bit. Um, 
but we're stoked to just have some fun and talk about programming. I think at some point we discussed doing that, how we program for our affiliate. So we are definitely going to do that. Maybe we'll do that next week. We'll, we'll discuss. Um, and we, JR also mentioned doing a, how I, whatever, dissecting a week of SMTP, whether it's computer 60. So something like that too. And I think we should also look at a week of crash or, you know, to some degree. So we're just going to have fun. We're going to nerd out a bit today. Sweet. So do we just want to all read out every day? You can give brief comments on the day and we'll just try to make it through pretty quick through reading out all yeah. three weeks. This workout, I'll start with this one. JR, i do the next one. So 10 rounds for time. Joining me to run three ring muscle-ups. Four or five months ago, I programmed for SMTP 60 and our class at the gym. Nine rounds for time. 200 meter run, three ring muscle-ups. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, cool. Love this workout. Basically already did it. Um, there's really not much different from the 10 rounds. I think I made it. I think I wrote it as nine rounds because I didn't want people in class to be like, Oh, 30 muscle ups. I think I wanted it to just be three less. So it wasn't that big daunting, like 30 number for our affiliate or for the 60 track. I actually um, did that day. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome workout. This is a great, it's like, this is such a good low barrier to entry ish day. If you're just getting into the muscle up because it's. Still 30 reps total, which is a substantial amount for a ring muscle up, especially if you've just gotten them, um, but are broken up into sets of three. So you can keep the intensity pretty high. You can hit the runs hard and do your sets of three unbroken, or you can run slow enough to keep your sets of three unbroken, um, which I'm sure was the stimulus. Yeah, something just kind of as a blanket statement that we probably need to uh, put out there before we keep going is when we're looking at these and we're looking at the reason why these workouts are programmed, right? They're programmed for main site. So basically for everyone, doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter where you're working out, whatever. When we look at these, it's going to be difficult for me, especially. Are you going to critique these and look at these as if you were programming them for your gym, for SMTP, or if you were given the responsibility to program for everyone, how you would do it? Um, hmm. Cause I think it's tough. Like I think Ben, yeah. Ben did a really good job with his couple weeks, but it was clear that he and he even put little caveats in there. Like if you want to do exactly what Krypton did do this after or mm. do whatever. So like, I think it's an important distinction to make. There are a lot of people that I think some people, some people have already done like a programming review type thing like this. And yeah. it's easy to get into the weeds of like, well, if we're really sticking true to what methodology was supposed to be, then it should be this. And you should have scheduled rest days every three days or every three on one off, two on one off. Like how, how, when you're looking at these workouts and how they fit in a week, are you just looking at them for the workouts themselves? Or are you looking at them for who they're programmed for? I think I'm looking at them in a general sense of how true to the methodology are they, but also I am, I want to be really clear that I believe this. And I was listening to the newer podcast with Glassman on um, the power project, Mark Bell's power project, where he talks about, you know, you program for the seal and you can scale that for grandma. But if you start with grandma, you're never going to get the seal and essentially saying program for the best scale for the rest. I really take that idea to heart. Um, so I think I'm going to be looking at it through that lens, because if you look back at, oldschool.com there are workouts that and he talks about this 
Greg Glassman talks about this in this new podcast is putting out workouts that the fittest in the world are struggling to complete or having a hard time completing. And not that it's 100 deadlifts at 405, but a workout that's like three L-sit rope climbs, seven L-sit pull-ups, and et cetera, et cetera. Like things that are highly challenging or three rounds for time, one minute freestanding handstand hold, one minute L-sit 800 meter run. Like Things that are, you look at it and you're like, oh, that's easy. But you get into it like, oh my God, this is so hard to do. Um, in essence, programming for the best, scaling for the rest. I think that's really important and true to the methodology. And I think that's why a lot of people fell in love with CrossFit because people had the rug of coddling pulled out from under them. Like, oh, I'm not going to be coddled anymore. They're going to say, hey, if you want to have elite fitness, you should be able to do this. And if you can't, you've got a gaping hole and you, your difficulties describe your needs, so to speak. Um so I basically didn't answer your question. I'm going to look at it through the lens of. No, you did. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, we can go back through them and just talk about them. Yeah. But for now, yeah, let's just run through them. So couplet, couplet, monostructural gymnastics. You hit this one. Oh, right, yeah. So the workout for that Tuesday, the following day after the run ring muscle up is 2159 deadlift, 975 wall walk, 225, 155. Two pretty different time domains, right? The 10 rounder you could assume is probably like a 15 to 20 minute workout. This one minute, you could yeah. assume is probably like an eight-ish minute workout. Um, both couplets, different time domains. One's body weight and running. The other's heavy-ish and body weight. Next. And then you follow that up with a heavy day. A lot of shoulders on those first three days, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Something I look at Yeah, right away. So... Heavy day, you probably knew it was coming for most people that have been watching. Uh, I was not expecting another hinge following the deadlifts. Mm. Um, nothing wrong with that, but it's just something to keep in mind for people if they're looking at the totality of the programming over a week and especially over two weeks to kind of make note, okay, there's a heavy day. We know with CrossFit methodology, you know, every one to two weeks, you're going to have one. If there is another one, is it another hinge? Mm. Is it a squat? All that kind of stuff. This is both, and I and that's an interesting distinction. When I look at hang, I I guess I look at it. It's they are very similar movement patterns, right? The hang position, the hinge, and the hang, and then obviously the pull from the floor. But I feel like the hang, as, at least in this sense, is so mild coming sure. after a deadlift. Like it's one, it's a hang, but also it's half range of motion pulling, but then also it's a hang squat snatch, which I think for a lot of people is not going to be it probably is not even going to be the way Very that they're performing yeah. on the deadlift. It might even be quite a bit less. Sure. And Will, like I'll ask you this. If you were taking a class at CrossFit Charlotte and you had this hang squat snatch program for a heavy day, what, what kind of specific instruction would you be expecting from Andy or Taylor or any of the coaches? And I'm, I'm, I'm wanting you to get into like um, variations of the hang. Like what, what would you expect to hear exactly what position to go from the position you're weakest at that kind of stuff uh, on a personal level or like coaching a class, uh, coaching class. Mm. Like the way that it is written, if you came in and you were like, okay, um, we deadlifted the day before this is supposed to be hang squat snatch heavy. Would you expect like them to tell you with the position you're going to go from? Do you think it's going to be like any hang position will do? Do you think Taylor would say, Hey, 
if you're a little bit sore from yesterday, maybe don't go from the low hang. Maybe try to stay like high, like at the hip and try to pull directly under. Like what what kind of like coaching would you expect to get on a workout like this? That coaching of, hey, think about if you're feeling this from yesterday, reconsider that. I think that's one of the biggest changes that I've seen from being at CrossFit Charlotte is I kind of talked about this, I think another show of understanding better for myself in totality the week and within that how to think about scaling or changing slightly movement pattern or where you're starting from or what you're doing based on that rather than just okay this is what it is we're all doing the same thing and so i would definitely expect to say hey we deadlifted 225 yesterday for 45 reps or whatever if you're feeling that then maybe this is an option to consider taylor if if, if this were to be programmed would you would you and andy write it like this or would you specify like, no, there is no question. Like you guys are going from the high hang. You're going from above the knee. You're going from below the knee, whatever. Typically when we program hang clean or hang snatch, I coach them that you can take it from anywhere above the knee and the hip. So between the hip and the top of the knee is fair game. Um, but with our level of athlete, I really think that the standard hang position, taking it down just above the knee, working on, a pretty substantial hip extension. So like if you're just taking it from the high hang, there's a lot less opportunity for feeling like a full hip extension, right? Mm -hmm. If you take it from above the knee, you get way more feeling of that hip extension. That's what we probably lean on the most. Um, we don't really get into the high hang quite a ton, um, which is maybe an opportunity for us to explore some variants. Um, I would have, ex if that I would have expected for sure the overall, like, this is what we're mainly doing unless you're scaling for someone in specifically yeah. to be right above the knee hang. Yeah, right. Just a standard above the knee. And we only do low hang. Like I've programmed low hang a handful of times at a very lightweight for high reps. Like the 2009 games workout, three rounds. We did this one time, three rounds of 30 wall balls and 30 low hang squat snatches at 75.55. Like that is a weight that I would like, okay, let's do low hang. And you guys are going to experience what it feels like to explode. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for the derail. This is just You're something good. that I thought of when I was going through the programming and I was like, huh, there is no distinction here. Yeah. Like if I'm someone just looking at this, like, do I know where I'm supposed to go from? Right. Yeah. I, I guess my, I would have read it and just thought, yeah, you just go right above the knee. Gotcha. Rest day. Scrolly polioli. Um, wow. Rest day. There we go. Three on one off. Okay. Okay, Friday. Um, okay, so we had 15 to 20 Monday, maybe like 7 to 11 or 7 to 12 Tuesday, heavy day Wednesday. Now we've got a 20-minute AMRAP, so another 20-minuter. Um, and this time it's an MWG, so it's a triplet. So we had two couplets, monostructural gymnastics, then a weightlifting gymnastics, then single modality, heavy day, weightlifting. Now we have pretty light pretty uh within each round lower volume um but we have a triplet and the amrap i think this is we're probably following a pretty standard dot com trend with dave's programming i remember we did this workout at our affiliate and i thought it was a great workout um but again for those four days a lot of overhead lot of pressing like pressing out of the ring muscle up in support in the wall walk uh catching in support the snatch now you're gonna press overhead for the push jerks and horizontal press for the push-ups a lot, a lot of shoulders 
Sure. Yeah. So th- that's something that jumps out at me. First five days, lots of pressing, um, two monostructural movements, which is very like normal, very mm-hmm. common. Right? You get a row and a run. But for me, something that really stood out too is only one day of squatting. And that was okay. only for the, and that was for the heavy day. So really mm-hmm. no volume there. So that, that's interesting to me. And a lot of times I think people, when they think main site, they think old school programming, they think Cindy, Mary, Karen, they think just like tons and tons and tons of squatting. light or body weight squatting. So yeah. not something we've seen yet. Next. And there you go. Another heavy day. Um, not a big fan of this, to be honest. I don't like two heavy days in a seven-day period. I, I personally hate it. Um, but there's a bit of your squatting. I also think it's very interesting that both squat days, to your point, JR, are heavy days and low volume. So you've got 25, what, 40 reps here of squats. Um, that we call that. That's like, that's like right at the edge of moderate, but it's heavy. Sure. When you, when you, when we're talking about volume, typically you and I, I know we're going to talk about number of repetitions. I know volume in the strength conditioning setting, we should probably address here because this is going to be high volume load times reps. It is going to be aggressive. It is going to be heavy. You are going to be feeling it after. And there's a rest day coming, right? So, yeah, I feel like days like this are the most, uh, days like this for me are the ones that you feel the most. Sure. Yeah. If you really go yeah. into it and that's something that, you know, we'll get to when we, when we look at Ben's stuff and, you know, maybe just the more new school, uh, outlook or really, I just think it, it should be all based on what you have in your gym, what we've talked about before, where if you hit this, the back squat, front squat with a hundred percent effort, you probably don't need anything else. Yeah. No. If you're truly going for your heaviest sets the whole time, like, it's gonna it's it's gonna wreck you. So it's also interesting, I think, for the general pop because I think well, one, when this is going for total load, so you're building up for me at least I would build up pretty high before you're actually getting into these sets. But also a general population, you're probably gonna feel a back squat and a front squat a lot more than you're gonna feel a heavy day of a hang snatch yep. just because of the loading. Hey, do you think this was the real Hunter McIntyre in the comments? Yeah. Yeah, it I is. So. Yeah, for dude, sure. I would have. I watched their. Uh, what was it? The fucking uh, the High Rocks. High Rocks partner one. No, um, the f- what is the competition he just put on? Battle Bunker. Oh, oh, uh, Hypercon Games. You saw that Hypercon Games? Fucking Philip Muscarella won it. It oh, no, made me be like. That. It made me be like, yeah, he won thirty k. It made me be like, damn, dude, I should have signed up for that. I would have fucking smacked the shit out of Philip Muscarella. Hey Hunter, if you're still listening, like I, I'm, I really mean this because I listened to you uh, on the show with Hiller and Savon recently, and then I watched um, the High Rocks attempt at the world record that you did, um, the partner version. And I know you're trying to go for the Murph, Murph world record again. Like I said, I'm, I'm doing tons and tons and tons of push pull. I'm like six foot. I'm only about 185. I'm a good runner. Um, if you're looking for someone to do Murph with you next to you when you do it, I'm your Huckleberry. JR is probably one of he's he's not probably he's one of the fittest people on earth. Um, and Hunter, we're big fans of you, dude. You're a savage. So cool to see you in the comments. Hopefully you 
But even though Savon wasn't here, you hung around and listened to us chit-chatting about the uh, minutia of working out. So then another rest day? Yeah. So is that typical or is this a Dave variance of that's on, one off two? I on, think one he off. talked I think he talked about this and was yeah. saying like typical main site is three on one off. What we're gonna do is my schedule, and that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Yep. <clears throat> is it bad that I do typically if I'm going, I do a five on two off. Is that bad? No, some people do that. I think I don't, I I don't think so. I think that's really common. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now back to Monday. Money Monday. So running on Monday, two Mondays in a row, running. Um, yep. I look at weird things like that. Like, what did I do last Tuesday? And am I doing the same thing this Tuesday? I hate that. So I that's that. yeah. I'll, I'll go back and look and see. Do we do GHDs Tuesday? Okay, I'm not doing them on Tuesday. Right. If anything, I'm probably not doing them Monday or Wednesday. I'll probably wait till like Thursday or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, cool. Good workout. So we've had two single modality weightlifting days. This will be a single modality monostructural day. I'm good with the workout on its own. Um, I just look at that one thing. Okay, running two Mondays in a row. Yeah. I don't want to ever fall into the habit of like Mondays, back and buys, Tuesdays, chest and tries, whatever. That kind of, you're doing the same thing each day of the week. Yeah, and I think something to to mention also too is Dave talked about the like the 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 mini retest mindset. You go because I think we're gonna retest the run muscle up workout um, at the end of this little mini cycle. So I wonder if maybe just kind of prepping you for that, like let's let's make sure we get out and run within another week, and that that's why he put this in there on the Monday. It's just something to think about. Next. This was like a classic Dave Chipper. Yeah, and I would say like I remember when I was looking at the workout each and every day, and, and I think having the having the guest programmer did for me just keep me a lot more engaged because I was like almost trying to predict what was coming the next day based on what had been there, and a lot of times it kind of made me wonder, oh, maybe that's just like a bias in my programming that I expect to see a single leg movement like a lunge or a step up when I haven't mm. seen one in ten days, and some mm. people just don't program that way. Oh two or three hinge days in a row. Maybe I wouldn't do that, but there is something to be said for like the variance being that like it's not constantly varied. If you're always able to say, Oh, we, we hinged yesterday. We probably won't hinge today. Um, but this is, right. yeah, this Some is redundancy. classic. Like you said, classic chipper. Um, I, I would call it a, for high level athletes, sprint, sprint chipper, chipper yeah. for sure. Um, and I think this is cool too, because we haven't done a lot of squatting for the first uh, 10 days, right? Yeah. If you want to do those cleans, full cleans, why not? Like, I think that's some freedom there. Yeah. And I would probably tell my classes the same things. Like, hey, it's clean, so it's anyhow. But, like, if you think the 185 isn't going to challenge you, don't just go heavier. Either show me how light it is and go touch and go when you get there or do squat cleans. Squat cleans, yeah. I love that. And that's, like, for, like you said, the top of athlete mm-hmm. or maybe five minutes flying. Cool. Like it. Make sure you read the workout or people are going to cry in the comments. Oh, oh, workout. Are they going to cry in the comments? For time, 50 GHD sit-ups, 40 alternating dumbbell snatches, 30 chest-to-bar pull-ups, 20 handstand push-ups, 10 cleans. 50-pound dumbbells, dumbbell for men, 35 for women, 185 clean for men, 
125, 135 women ish, ish. More hinging and not much squatting. Yeah, I mean, interesting. This is like two weeks of you're not going to squat, but we're going to blow that back out. You're going to blow that ass out, bro. Interesting. Thoughts? Five rounds for time, 20 box jumps, 24 inches for men, 20 inches for ladies, and 25 kettlebell swings, 53-35. Yeah, I got, I got a few thoughts here. One, this is like probably what holds me back from programming sometimes and what da- makes Dave what it is. The fact that it's not five rounds of 20 and 20 or 25 and 25, it will almost make me lose sleep tonight. <laughs> I just, I, I want to know why is it 125 and 100? Like, is it because you think that over the course of those five rounds, the box jump actually gets harder? So you're trying to balance that out a little bit with having five more repetitions of the kettlebell each time. Like I would love to know little things like that. Or is it just because he's like, no, not really. 20 plus five is 25. You know what I think? Yeah, no, I I think you're onto something. I think when he looks at workouts and specific rep schemes, he very much so is looking at the time and duration that each set is going to take as the workout unfolds. And I think I saw a little bit of this when I was up there testing so I definitely think that's why the kettlebell swing is 25 reps is to balance it a little more with the 20 rep box jump. Okay. I think it's 20 kettlebell swings. You're finishing that in 40 seconds every round. The box jump is going to start to take 50, 55, 60, 65, maybe 70 seconds. So I think that's why. And this is, a, this is another thing. Like you look at consecutive days and we looked at consecutive days last week. And this is just a small detail, but just something to think about. Also a Tuesday and Wednesday. You have deadlifts. And then hang. You have dumbbell snatch from the floor. Then you have kettlebell swing. So you're going, pulling from the floor, pulling from the hang, pulling from the floor. Mm-hmm. Essentially, a kettlebell swing is the hang. hinging from the hang. Yeah. So it's just, those are little, little details that I think about. And I wonder, was, like, is, was that purposeful or was that just like, ah, oh, that's just a coincidence? Yeah, yeah this is bussing, bro. It's general Papa Gen Z term. Dude, I don't think so, but I said, bruh, and he goes, ew. So it's bussing, bruh. <laughs> this workout would destroy me. <laughs> it would hurt. Uh, the 2025, yeah, it's a stinker. We did one, oh, man, our class workout last uh, week. It was so awesome. Uh, five rounds for time, 21 sumo deadlift high poles, 75 pounds for men, 55 for ladies, 12 burpee box jumps. Just a stinker. Like, you got to go gas pedal from the start. It was nice. I hate anything that's sumo. Yeah. People, I hate, love that. people I hate like sumo deadlift high poles. When people see box jumps, I found typically they just think like heart rate, uh, calves, maybe quads. But when you do them with a explosive hip opening movement like a sumo deadlift high pole or a kettlebell swing, you you cannot appreciate the amount of posterior, like the amount of glutes that you're actually using. Mm-hmm. So people that don't program, people that don't do those two things, jump and explosively open the hip in the same workout try that rest rest day, day you can read the book how it's do you say book. that chrysanthemums oh chrysanthemums it's a flower right yeah come on man mm-hmm. you're a homeowner now you gotta plant some you gotta plant some chrysanthemums pass by john steinbeck legend mm. 50 foot overhead walking lunge 21 burpees we did this workout too uh as a class I like this workout. I think 
uh, when you're programming for main site, it's like pretty clear that they don't, they're not putting the affiliate first. Cause like trying to get 20 people in a class to walk 50 feet with a barbell overhead is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And you're really, if, if you, if you want them to do it too, you're probably doing 25 feet. You're forcing them to put it down. And yeah, the whole point I would say is to just do your 50 unbroken now easy fix hey guys we're just going to do plate, plate lunch yeah that's what we did yeah, we so did yeah i mean and that's a if you're moving fast on that depending on what standard you're using for the burpees like if i program this to the class i would probably tell them to do it laterally over their plate just to just to make them go faster i wonder what my time was on this workout i think it was around seven because i did it with a plate it was a 55 pound plate um what date is this august 25th Okay, I'm just gonna look back. Do you think oh. Dave? Do you think Dave wrote these scaling write-ups? No, they have content writers. That's what I figured. I was like, "There's no way Dave dug up a link to, or said watch the overhead lunge." A yeah. good, yeah, a good friend of mine is a content writer for them. A level four, he just passes level four. Do you think yeah. they did the same thing for Ben's programming, or Ben wrote all of that? He probably. I would imagine he wrote that, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I was just going to say for this to something Taylor pointed out with week one when you had the push jerks um, and you had the hang snatch, um, you had the dip out and all this kind of stuff. Same same kind of trend here. Like you're getting you're still getting a lot of like traps. You're getting a lot of press out overhead, kettlebell swing, dumbbell snatch, overhead stability with the overhead walking lunge and the burpee. So you're, you're still seeing some trends from week one to week two that are very like similar as far as like movement patterns go. You're not just seeing a ton of pulling on week two, even though we saw a ton of pressing on week one, you're just kind of seeing a steady dose of everything. That is 749 on that workout with the, with the plate. All right, Taylor, you read this one. So Saturday, we've got a super unique format. You're gonna do five rounds of Cindy for time and then immediately go into five minutes to establish a heavy deadlift. So let's say Cindy takes you five minutes and 10 seconds. Then from 5.10 to 10.10, you're going to find a heavy single deadlift. Then at 10.10, you're going to finish off with five more rounds of Cindy for time. Um, so we're probably looking at like 13 to 18 minutes, uh, maybe less, maybe 12 to 17, 12 to 16 minutes. Yeah. All right, guys. And I, this is something like I, I thought about maybe just saving for like when the open comes, starts to come up. But I, I kind of want to talk about it right now. <clears throat> remember this workout. Remember the format. Remember who wrote it. This format has never been done before. This could be a format seen in the open or quarterfinals. You could do five rounds for time, um, 15 chest to bar, 15 handstand push up. That's, that's a time. As soon as you're done, a five minute clock starts for a one rep max clean and jerk. And then, Five minutes after that starts, you're going to redo that couplet again. You're going to have two scores, the lift and then the time added together. I think we would more likely see it in quarterfinals. For sure. But yeah. I just think it was is really interesting because it's not something I remember ever being programmed before as far as the format goes. And you never know when when, when Boz or when Dave are like testing little things mm -hmm. out like that. Yeah. I think it's a cool format. I don't like the pairing. I think five rounds of Cindy is dumb. On either end. For for a very high-level athlete, five rounds of Cindy is like, mm -hmm. why am I doing that? Uh, I mean, 
correct me if I'm wrong, Jr. Oh, are you just talking about like if uh, if a if a high level competitor wanted to incorporate main site, you would have them. You would strict. you would you would you would tweak this how? Okay, yeah, yeah I would I'm make so it would strict you... hand release, or I would go five strict pull up, ten ring dip, fifteen squats with a dumbbell, or fifteen wall, ball. wall balls. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just well, uh, yeah, I do think. This format, they've had some very interesting formats early on main site. I'm thinking of run one mile, Tabata, this run one mile, Tabata, that movement, particularly. Um, I didn't see this and think this is the first time I've seen it, but I did think this is a very unique format, like the pulls on a machine for max calories. Uh-huh. I wrote a workout on SMTP a while ago. I'll find it and pull it up. Um, but it was like, Anyways, continue. I'll find it so I can read it verbatim. All right. Yeah, we should have another rest day here. You read while I look. And you can read Edgar Allan Poe on the rest day. Oh, Edgar Allan Poe. Great. I would love to do that. <laughs> Some good poetry. Uh, here we go. So this is the workout I wrote. It was a seven-minute AMRAP, seven hang power snatch, 135.95, 14 crossover double under, 21 skier pulls for max calories. So when you're done with the seven-minute AMRAP, your score is, say you got seven rounds or you got, let's be more realistic, five rounds. So you're going to go five times seven, five times 14, add that together. And then whatever your calories say on the machine, when the workout is done, you add that to your total, but you're limited to 21 pulls on the skier every round. Then rest three minutes, another seven minute AMRAP, 21 skier pulls for max calories, 14 hang power snatch, 95, 65, and then 70 crossover single under. Um, I like that's a, just a it's an interesting unique stimulus format. Nothing they would ever put into the open or quarterfinals because how can you? It's like so hard to right. watch like pulls like what. But I like that format. It's new. It's unique. This workout Monday, more running on a Monday. Um, so we've run three Mondays in a row. Hate it. I think for strength progressions, if you're writing like a strength cycle, you need consistency. Um, <clears throat> but in this format, I don't like the redundancy. And this is still Dave, right? This is starting the third week. Yeah, second yeah. to last day. Yeah. So we got, like Taylor mentioned, um, I do like seeing a different monostructural element on main site. I think Echo Bike has now been put on main site or just biking has been back on main site now for a few years. We've talked about this before leading into the competitive season. How long is it going to be until the official bike of CrossFit is put on the equipment list for things like the open and quarterfinals? And you give gym owners a full year almost to prepare for that, even if you only have two or three of them. Do we think that's ever going to happen? I think it would be a great thing to have something other than just jumping rope and rowing and shuttle runs. I think adding another monostructural element would be really cool. Um, And I think it's something that uh, people should probably just be doing as far as GPP goes. This workout going long again on a Monday, like we had the ruck or the long run the Monday Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. Um, something I am glad to see. And I gave Taylor crap, but he knew I was just giving him crap the other day on a group thread. I'm glad if you're just going to do meters, let's just do meters. I think in general, when you're programming long aerobic pieces, you should just use calories because meters on an echo bike does not translate you. The amount of the amount of output that you have to put in 
to get a big return on that from a time standpoint is crazy. The same thing on a rower. If me and you row a 2K, Taylor, and it's in the middle of a workout, and you row 150, and I row 145, I did so much more effort just to be 20 seconds ahead of you. It makes no, it makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. But if we were doing it for calories, and you rode a 1,400, and I rode a 1,200, it would be considerably faster. You'd so, get off much faster. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know that, that's just something with me. It's like a, a pet peeve of mine is to – I try not to program um, – distances if i can help it i always try to program calories i i like to for the sake of variance i think athletes should know and be very comfortable with meter paces but i but i get what you're saying he's complaining about a workout i sent it was every 10 minutes for four sets this will come up on smtp because it was and i'm not complaining it was a great workout i was just yeah him a hard time. no but but i mean i get it this was one of the stinkier workouts i've done in recent memory and it was every 10 minutes for four sets 500 meter row, 40 wall ball, 30 calorie echo bike, 20 burpee pull up. Um, and it left me feeling disoriented for quite a while after finishing it. If you were writing this down, this workout, would you have written 1600 meters instead of one mile? No. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you yeah. guys do stuff like that? Um, Dave is a big fan of those. Main site in general is a big fan of the run one mile. They don't like to say one mile run. They like to say run one mile. You'll notice that you'll see a workout that'd be like run one mile, 100 thrusters. But you don't, they would never write it run one mile thruster 100 times. Yeah, but dude, it's super, super OG is like, is, is, um, thruster comma 21 reps i love that <laughs> well dude what i was gonna Andy say writes is, like that all the time and he can't spell either <laughs> dude when i when you when you sent that workout you just described to the group i thought about how og your coach john is dude if you if you still program workouts and you write out wall ball shot you are super og i write that out i wrote that workout you wrote shot yeah, I write it in all dude, that is like that. I, I can't remember the last time I didn't just put WB. Oh, dude, notes. I love it. I love I love things like that because I think it distinguishes you from someone who like, hey, I've been around a while and I know what I'm looking at. Sure. From someone that's like, you know, just some um, dingbat. You're not a dingbat, obviously, because you can call that distinction. But John writes like that, too. And I think yeah. probably that's where I pick it up from is him. He very much so writes like that, and I don't know. There's just yeah. While like stuff like that doesn't bother me, it will very much bother me if someone asks me where the wall balls are. I'll say the 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 med balls are in there, but the wall ball is the thing that you do when you squat and throw this thing. Yeah, it just is. Man, it's nostalgic. All right, next workout, last Dave workout. We're gonna have to do a whole nother show on Ben. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we can do Dave today, and then do Boz, and then do Ben. Is this another? Oh, he's the retest. So this is the retest. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and again, right, we, yeah. we, we, we had a lot of running mixed in. He had said at the beginning of this, hey, I'm, I'm, I've been kind of experimenting with this. Instead of going like months at a time before retesting a workout, can you see improvement? Is there some merit with doing this quick turnaround retest? Yes. I am of the camp that, oh, man. This is can probably, I probably six months in will Taylor, you guys can tell me I'm crazy. I think at least six months into your CrossFit journey, maybe it doesn't even take that long. 
you can you can do a workout and then do the same workout the next week and you should be able to get a little bit better at it. And it doesn't really have anything to do with fitness. It no. just has to do with, hey, remember when it was a 10 round workout and you ran the first 200 like you were sprinting? Right. Uh, just don't do that. And then you'll go a little bit faster. <laughs> right. For sure. So like I don't see any merit in a retest this soon because it reminds it's too akin to doing an open workout in the morning, seeing somebody else's score that beat you and then doing it again at night and beating them. You didn't get any physically fitter in those eight hours. You just understood how to do the workout better. And I think there's, I just don't think in terms of seeking adaptation and practicing variance that there's enough space to do a repeat two weeks later. If I'm looking six months down the road, to repeat okay now you've had ample time for some physical adaptation you could be quite a bit fitter you also know how to do the workout better because you've done it before or you got fat and lazy and you're gonna your old time's gonna shit on you and that's a wake-up call i think repeats like from a six from a three to six month period i think is a sweet spot for me i love repeating workouts we do it not frequently on smtp but we do it enough like maybe you know, every month you might get two or three repeats now that I've been around for a year and a half. Um, but I would never repeat a workout in two weeks. I think it's too close to doing an open workout twice in a fucking day and repeating it. I just, it's dumb. Yeah. So last thing I'll say about that workout that was programmed twice is for a class two, that's a, that's a beautifully written workout to where there are so many levels. Like if I look mm -hmm. at crash, and they're probably so like if I program that workout at crash, I'm just going to say people that do ring muscle ups, like are able to attempt the workout prescribed. There's probably 30 people, which is nuts. <laughs> now, crazy. a lot like of seven them, at my gym. Now, a lot of them, though, I would tell them, hey, I think you should do two around. And some of them I'll say, hey, I think you should do one or my way of stroking the ego a little bit will just be like hey you can start out doing two but when you fail one you have to go to ones mm -hmm. because the stimulus of the workout needs to be preserved and while a lot of people can just say well there's no time cap so i'm just going to go until i go true but the whole point is for you to have to do this high skill thing at a high heart rate not do one rest 30 seconds do another one rest 30 seconds like that's not what we're going after here so the the levels here sure can you do burpee pull-ups absolutely can you do strict pull-up and strict ring dip absolutely can you do kipping pull-up kipping ring dip absolutely there's a lot of different scaling options here but one that i would start with with my classes is something i really am adamant about scale the number before the movement right right if you can do a muscle up just do one every round you're still getting 10 in a workout under like you will improve doing stuff like that. Just because you can't do 10 unbroken bar muscle-ups for five rounds doesn't mean you're a failure and you shouldn't do bar muscle-ups. Just pick a number that you can do unbroken. And that's something that I think a lot of um, newer and older athletes think, oh, man, I go to this gym. The programming is really hard. There's going to be people in here that can do this prescribed and unbroken. I guess I should just do pull-ups. No, yeah. it's, it's not. It's, it's you should get the same stimulus they're going to get but just make it appropriate to you. And that's where good coaching comes in to help. Yeah. Too. Always scale volume, then intensity, then range of motion, then the actual movement. Um, but 
Cool. I mean, what do you think over overall? I have not been a big fan of main site programming for a while. Dave's was a bit of a breath of fresh air, whether that's because it's actually good or it's just, hey, Dave's doing it, so I'm more interested in it. Um, I liked the two weeks. We are just obviously so nitpicky. I mean, look, you strive for – wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please, dude, send me that. Please send me that. One time um, you made that. That's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we nitpick, and the hope is that in striving for perfection, you get close. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, to your point, it's um, we were talking about this when they started it and about how we should go on and just like dissect each programmer and kind of look at it. And one of the things we talked about was we know how main site has been programmed in the past. Do, do we want to be able to look at the workouts and say that just looks like some main site programmer wrote it? Or do we want to be able to look at it and say, that's a Dave workout. That's mm -hmm. a Boz workout. That's a Ben Smith workout. There's a little bit of both here. Like when I looked at these couple weeks of Dave programming, the Cindy variant, the 20 minute AMRAP with the push jerk, push up, uh, uh, push up and row. When I read that, I was like, that looks like Dave wrote it. And then there were some workouts like the kettlebell swing box jump workout looked like a million other workouts that main site would write. But is that the, is that the point? Like we could argue back and forth on that um, because it's classic. So yeah, in general, I mean, you got a lot of couplets and triplets. You 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 got a triplet mixed in there, uh, 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 like a sprint chipper mixed in there. You got some monostructural stuff. We did see running what three Mondays in a row. Yeah, um, and then a and then a and then a fourth day right after that. Sure. So yeah, I, this one question before we go: How do you feel about scaling up the reps, like for that ten round workout? If you can maintain five unbroken muscle ups for ten rounds, should you scale up to that? And I am always very hesitant to scaling up because I'm, I'm hesitant, but there is a place for it. So I'll, I'll leave with that. I'm hesitant. There is a place for it in that workout. For me, I don't necessarily think I would need to scale that up. And I've considered myself pretty good at ring muscle ups. You just run a whole lot faster. You absolutely sprint two hundreds. And I think that is the stimulus there. Um, an example of appropriately scaling up for a really fit athlete would be that five round of Cindy, five minute deadlift, five round of Cindy workout. I think there is only so fast that you can go for five kipping pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats. And at that low volume for an elite athlete, making them a bit harder, I think is good. An example of where I scaled up and it was not necessary is on one of Ben Smith's workouts. There were 185 power cleans and I bumped it up to 205 and it just was not, I didn't need to do that. And I got into the workout and I was like, well, this might've not been needed. <laughs> There's a time and place, but I think generally speaking, go faster and harder before you try to do more. JR. All right, guys. You keep, yeah, I agree with that. You guys keep going. I got to pick Willie up from school. We're not keeping going, bro. Yeah, we're fucking. We're ending stream. Oh, he's gone. Wow. He dipped hard. Well, what a stud. Go. Love you guys. Hunter McIntyre, if you're still in the comments, drop a love you too, bro, down there. <laughs> um, see ya. Hey, guys. Much love. Sign up for SMTP if you're not. You know what I'm saying? We know. Oh, Mason Mitchell. Did you already drop the stream? No. Okay, Mason. I did. Uh, he posted this workout um, just real quick. It was every five minutes for eight sets. 12, Kalski, 
15 Cal Echo, 18 Cal Rel for ladies, 9, 12, 15. Great workout I did today in my garage. Um, but I didn't have an Echo bike at home, so I did every four minutes for 10 sets. So still 40-minute time domain, two more rounds, a minute less rest. Um, but I was curious. I feel like there is a substantial difference in how fast a machine will track calories depending on like the humidity level and the heat and maybe like even the oxygen content of the air. Like it's really, it just, we just got a huge cold front and it felt easier tracking calories than it typically would. Like when it's humid and hot and heavy in Charlotte and another piece of like um, speculative like evidence that I have, it's not really like anything concrete is when I was in Colorado where it's like, you have, you know, it's harder to breathe. There's less oxygen in the air, thin air. Um, I did like a devil's press workout that fucking put a 10 foot pole in my butt. Like I was supposed to be really easy. I couldn't do it because it was like, you know, less oxygen, but I did a 30 cal echo sprint, not even trying in like 15 seconds <laughs> just to finish <laughs> off. And I was like, Whoa, that's the easiest 30 calories has ever been for me. I don't know. Just an interesting thing that I noticed today as I did these, uh, intervals outside in my house. Anyways, see you guys.